Thank you for tuning in to The Trisha Goyer Show. I'm sharing my heart and answering questions about faith, writing, homeschool, big family living, and so much more. I'll also be digging deep into meaningful conversations with other authors, speakers, moms, and God lovers. I'm your host, Trisha Goyer, wife to John, mom of 10, author of over 80 books, speaker, homeschooler, avid reader, and mega nap taker. I'm so glad you're here. Well, friends, you know I love to come on here and introduce you to inspiring people. And this is someone who is not just someone I see from afar, but he's inspiring me in my everyday life. I'm tuning in. I'm checking on what he's saying. I'm paying attention. I'm taking notes. So I wanted to introduce you to my friend, Jamil Frazier, and he has been so inspiring to me. So Jamil, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're all about. Yeah, I love it. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on. I really do feel like it's having coffee with a friend. Yes, I love it. uh, Yeah, I think it's super cool what you got going on. I'm excited to be here to, um, you know, share a little bit of my story with your your audience. You know, for me, it kind of all started about 12 years ago. Um, My oldest son, we have four kids now. Trisha, I know you got a handful of little ones. Ten. ten. <laughs> yeah. So come on, you could catch up with me. I think I think we're done. We might go <laughs> or we might go to adoption route, but I, I I'm not I'm not so sure that <laughs> we're cut out for it anymore. But you know, my wife and I got married in two thousand and nine and it was awesome until I started realizing that it was work. You know, mm-hmm. I think I just saw all my friends and our age group, they were just all in that part of life. They were getting married. And I think you see sort of the bells and the whistles and then you get into it and you're like, oh, my gosh, like I really have to work at this thing. And so um, my wife and I started struggling straight off the bat. And it was mm-hmm. just like, wow, we're living together. We're trying to figure each other out. She has these oddities. I have these idiosyncrasies. And we had this grand plan of waiting about five years to have our first child. We're going mm-hmm. to travel the world. We're going to try to figure things out, get established in our careers, um, save some money, you know, buy the new house, all the things. And literally about six months after getting married, we got pregnant. Okay. And, um, and that was really hard for me. And I got really scared and I asked her if she wouldn't mind having an abortion. Mm. And she said, no. Mm. And so, um, I didn't know how to cope. I didn't know how to deal with that. I knew that I didn't want to leave because I wanted to be there for what was now going to be our first son and I didn't want to stay because the marriage was too hard. And now I felt like she was sort of controlling my future and my yeah, life and making right. a decision um, that I didn't have any any say over. And so the only thing I knew how to do was go into a depression. So I was pretty much in a depressed state for about two years, certainly our son's first year of life. Um, if anyone out there in the audience has understood depression or been through depression, you know how challenging that is, how frustrating it is. It feels like the walls are closing in on you. You have zero control. Um, Everything is sort of, uh, you're determining your life that's outside of you. And um, that's sort of where I was. And so I would go to work, I would come home, I would stay in a room. We were arguing and fighting for basically 
you know, two years straight, I was super unpresent and I had gained a lot of weight. The only way I knew how to cope was to drink more alcohol, eat Mm. more food and drown my emotions. Has anyone ever been there? And um, on my 30th birthday, my my 30th birthday, a friend, um, I had this really big birthday party. The one thing I was really good at was throwing parties. And so I threw a huge party. A buddy of mine ripped my shirt off and I saw those videos the next day. And the videos was the first time I had like this awakening that, holy cow, man, what has happened to your health? Mm -hmm. And about the same time, a friend of mine um, wanted to encourage me to talk to his mom, who was a health coach. I said, I don't think so. Your mom's 60 years old. I'm a 30-year-old guy. (laughs) I don't know if she's going to be able to solve my problems. You know, like I play college football on scholarship. I'm used to coaches. I'm used to nutritionists, personal trainers. But I never heard of a 60-year-old health coach. So I was really about four months went by. I put on even more weight, got into even more of a depressed state. And then finally, I reached out to her and said, can you help me? That's really where my journey started. I uh, asked my wife if she would basically, you know, get healthy with me. And she said yes. And believe it or not, this was the first time in about close to two years that we actually did anything together. And so we went on a health journey together, got super healthy. And um, man, it's amazing. I don't know if people out there in the audience have ever been through a health journey, have lost some weight, or you decide to put on some muscle and you accomplish it. Mm-hmm. You start to feel like, man, if I could do this, I, I can do anything. Like you just get confidence back. And where I was in my life, I had lacked a lot of self-confidence. I had lost that guy, that guy that you know, got a football scholarship, the guy that was once one of the best, you know, football players in the state of California, the guy that, you know, had enough confidence to go out there and get the beautiful girl and and convince her to marry him. Like I lost all of that and I had forgotten who that guy was. And every five, 10 pounds that I lost, I started to slowly Mm -hmm. put that guy back and I started to slowly say, oh, I remember you. And oh my gosh, like, like this is who you've been, but I lost him for so many years. Um, And then I had the opportunity to start helping some other people. And um, I was in pharmaceutical sales uh, and, you know, I just thought that I would help a handful of people. um, And that turned into something much, much, much bigger. And so that's kind of what we've been doing the past 11 years is helping a lot of people get healthy, um, built a coaching organization um, along the way, had realized some things, uh, wrote a couple books, not as amazing as you and a lot <laughs> of others. And I don't really even consider myself an author. It's just I learned some things really fast and thought it would be important to share. And then from there, have just gone off to, you know, just try to make an impact in people's lives. So that's what we've been up to for the last 11 years. 
There is so much that I want to unpack in there. So we're going to just start. We're going to go back a little bit to the beginning. Um, so I don't think you don't know this as part of my story, but actually I had an abortion when I was 15. because mm, okay. I wasn't I wasn't like Amanda who's like, no, no, we're not going to do that because you you're trying to make someone happy. You're trying to, you know, think about the other person. And that was a lot of my struggle for many years, feeling that pain and that shame and that regret. I later found so much healing. God healed me and I felt mm-hmm. forgiven which was amazing. And I helped start a crisis pregnancy center. Um, But I still think there's that, that part of me that was still struggling with a lot of those emotions and not feeling worthy, taking care of everyone else. It's almost like making up for the mistakes that I've made. Um, And then when we started adopting kids, um, just taking care of everyone. And then you talked about that depression and feeling like you have no control. And I just saw myself gaining more and more weight. So that's the position that I was in. And I think emotions have a lot to do with how we see ourselves. And and then we're trying to feed, we almost find comfort in the food. But again, it just brings burdens instead of freedom. Mm -hmm. It's just the pounds are not only physical pounds, but on our heart, on our mind, we feel unworthy. And like um, you were talking about when you start losing five or 10 pounds, like the freedom that comes. And I've lost 81 pounds now this year, which you influence people who influence people who influence people who influence me. Um, Amber Lee is my coach. But just I think probably 20 or 30 pounds in I remember looking around my room and it had always been our homeschool room and cluttered and that's the first thing people see when they come in and I'm like why are we living in this like all of a sudden you wake up and realize like you're just trudging through life you're tired you just are trying to get through every day and as I started getting healthier physically and then mentally spiritually felt freedom felt all that stuff shedding away it's like uh-uh. And so I like took all the homeschool stuff is in my office now. Like it's out of sight. My dining room looks beautiful. People come in. I just had a Christmas party mm-hmm. there for our small group at church. It's like you don't realize that, first of all, that outward burden is kind of reflective of the inward stuff going on. And I think so many people probably as we're launching into a new year are, are feeling that weight of the pounds but they're also not thinking that or maybe they are maybe they do understand but they don't know how to get help with freeing themselves from the pounds but also being able to dream again to think again to make plans again and I think Jamil that's one thing connecting with you and the training that you give you just pour into people and remind them to dream remind them to set goals and it is so helpful to look beyond um our circumstances now and we think I can't do this but once we start doing it and then we can say what can I do so talk about that because you talk about this health journey has blossomed into so much more so as much as you want to share just give us a glimpse of what what God has done with that and then also how do you like to impart dreams and goals and teach other people to stop being stuck in kind of that self-defeating cycle I guess you could call it to realizing that there can be so much more for them. Mm -hmm. What I found in my own journey, and now that we've helped, you know, 300,000 people or whatever it's been, (laughs) um, usually it comes in little snippets. You know, even Mm -hmm. when I think about my health journey, and I don't know if you were like this, but I had a lot to wait to lose to me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And, but when I first started, even when they asked me what my goals were, they were not big goals. 
they oh, were no. really myopic. Mm-hmm. Like my first goal was, man, if I could just get under 200 pounds, but you have to understand I had not been under 200 pounds for years. I didn't even think that was possible for me. So even saying 200 pounds was like, that was a stretch for me just mm-hmm. because I had failed so many times. Yes. And I think when human beings, you know, basically get to a point to where they feel like it doesn't matter what I do, I'm not going to be able to move past this situation. Then we move into hopelessness. And that's basically where I was in my health. But if I'm honest, that's where I was in my life as well. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I both had college degrees from, um, from top universities. But if I'm being honest with this group and we were living paycheck to paycheck and my yeah. friends were starting to buy houses and things, and we could not figure out how to do that. And so we even relegated to the fact of maybe it's just not for us. How sad is that at 30 years old, 31 years old, already have moved into this mindset of maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's not possible for me. Maybe it's possible for the Trisha Goyers of the world, but it's not possible for me. Right. Um, And that's just human nature. And so even with my weight, it was like, okay, I can see 200. I cannot Mm -hmm. see 170, but I can see 200. And then I got to 200. It's like, wow. Okay. Can I get to 190? Let's go on that journey. I got to 190. Okay, great. When I got married, I was 180 and I starved myself for like three months to get to 180. And a week later, I was back up over 200. Yeah. Um, so let's go to 180. And then it was like, okay, well, where where would a really healthy place be for a guy that's my height, that's my age? Oh my gosh, 168. Okay, let's go to 168. But when I was 220 pounds, and you would have told me that 168 was possible, I would not have believed you. Mm-hmm. Same thing has been true in my business journey. You know, when I was in pharmaceutical sales and they gave me the opportunity to become a health coach and start helping other people, I did not see what I see now. In fact, when they said, you know, how many folks do you want to help? What sort of impact do you want to make? What sort of income do you want to earn? I said 500 bucks. Like, man, if I could just if I could just have this side business and bring in an extra five hundred dollars a month, holy moly, like that would I don't even think that's possible. But you're sitting here and you want a number for me, five hundred. Fine. And then that happened. Then I was like, wow, I could see a little bit bigger. I got around people like you who saw a little bit bigger, who were hopeful, not hopeless. And I said, wow, okay, so what would it look like to impact, you know, a handful of more people? And is it possible to maybe bring in a thousand or three thousand dollars a month? And their belief rubbed off on me. It wasn't my belief. It was their belief in me and that it was possible. And now having evidence that other people were doing it. And so great. And then it just went from there. Wow, is it possible? Once you accomplish that, is it possible to make this a full-time thing so I could be here with Mm -hmm. my family, rekindle this um, relationship with my wife, be here for my son? Is it possible to just have time freedom? And they're like, yes, and you can do it. Okay, (laughs) let's go. And so it just grew and grew and grew to the point to where, you know, years later, somebody saw something in me and said, hey, you know, I think that you should strive to earn $83,333 a month, 
which of course is a million a year. And I said, okay, let's go for it. And then we did that. And then it's, you know, and so there's this gradual step when it comes to be able to see, you know, um, and a lot of people have vision, but not a lot of people have sight. And there's this gradual step to being able to see through the clouds and through the fogs out in, like I'm looking, my my um, view right now, I'm in my office and I can see the mountainside and over the mountains, there's the ocean. And, you know, but on in the mornings, there's these extremely foggy days and you just need for that fog to lift a little bit. And so when you have people and opportunities and communities, that's the biggest one, one of the biggest ones, uh, communities that think bigger, see bigger, dream bigger, expect bigger, then it's amazing how that starts to rub off on you. So that's what's happened. And so now I went from ancillary, hey, let's earn an extra $500 a month to now I'm, I have the goal to you know, become a billionaire. There you go. And you're inspiring other people and you're getting other people to dream and to think beyond. Okay. So this is my funny story. Um, when I started losing weight, people started asking me about it and Amber's like, well, you should become a coach. Basically it's sharing and caring. The program's already designed by somebody else. You don't have to make up a program. You just encourage them, come alongside them, check on them, love on them. I'm like, I could do that. I do that with my kids. I do that with my readers who read my books. I could do that. And then they announced that you could earn a cruise. Mm, there I'm, I'm taking care of my grandma. I have all these kids. I'm like, what do I need to do? And it was like, you have 10 people. Get 10 people. And I, I'm like, I already had that many people asking me because I'm losing weight. Sure. So I'm like, okay, we're going to work at this. I'm like, my all I want is the cruise. And Amber's like, we could sit down and talk about the financial. I'm like... I, I don't, I don't want to think about that. Like, I just want the, I just want to get away. Like I just need a vacation yeah. so bad. And so then, uh, I'm like talking to people and she's like, just, just set them up calls. We'll talk to them together. Pretty soon I'm doing it by myself. And it was just sharing and caring and pretty soon, like a month and a half. I don't know. I earned the cruise and then I get this check. I'm like, Amber, I call, I literally call Amber. I'm like, what is this for? And she's like, Oh, you could actually, it's more than just a cruise, Trisha. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is cool. All right, I'll send it to my daughter to come home for Christmas. Sure. So there her family is able to come home for Christmas. Then I get this message from you, a video. And you're like, congratulations on your rank. You're like, you accomplished something. I'm like, I, I literally called Amber again. I'm like, who's this guy and why is he messaging me? I did not know. And she's like, most people do not reach the rank that you're at. And I'm like, oh, I was just trying to go on vacation sure. with my husband. Like that was the motivation. But now I'm like, okay, first of all, love the community, love being, because you're, you're teaching, leading, guiding. It's not only impacting uh, health coaching, it's impacting my writing. I'm setting goals for next year for my podcast. Before it was just like doing the thing and getting it done. And now I'm thinking bigger. So it's impacting every part of my life. The community is amazing. But every single day I get a message, either a text message, a phone call, a Facebook message from someone's like, my doctor is so happy, or we had to, we got, we're able to cancel that, cancel that surgery, or I was able to get off three meds. And I'm like, this is the best thing because, you know, you are sharing and caring, but then you're seeing lives transforming. So I love that in the mix of 
seeing the goals, reaching the goals, being able to dream, there's this ripple effect and of these lives that are impacted and changed. And one lady I was talking to, um, she was, she's another writer and she's lost weight. She's on the program. Her husband's just kind of doing what she's doing, eating the food, eating the meals. She's like, he hasn't been, he hasn't needed to take his diabetic medicine for three weeks because he's doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, I literally teared up because this is a couple retired couple whose lives are completely changed because I shared and cared. And so I mean, you have been doing this a lot longer. I've only been doing this for six months coaching. Um, I'm sure the stories that you hear is just like so motivating to see that lives are being completely changed. Uh, Yeah. And that's what it's about. You know, um, I've been so blessed as, as you have too, I'm sure. But I came into this and, and I just had these amazing women put their arms around me and guide me and train me and mentor me. And their pictures are all on my wall. <laughs> and um, I remember distinctly, you know, I was still in my little apartment building, 700 square feet. It was me and my wife and our son, Ezra. Of course, we have four kids now. Uh, but I remember her telling me, she says, you know, you should set, um, she gave me a financial goal. And she goes, you should set this as a financial goal. And I was so excited, Trish. I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I was still thinking, you know, I had so much respect for her because, mm-hmm. you know, like of what she did, just income wise, that's where my mind was. And she says, no, this goal isn't for the income. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm in this tiny apartment. Like, my <laughs> wife is a teacher. She doesn't get paid that much. We're struggling. Like, what are you talking about? Of course, we set this income goal for the income. And she goes, no, you don't understand. I go, what don't I understand? She says, this goal is for who you'll have to become in the process mm. and the lives that you'll have to impact. And I will tell you, it took me probably two years past that conversation to really understand what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. And now I get it. You know, we grew up, I grew up on welfare. Um, I've never known my mom to have a job. My dad was in and out of prison. I grew up on Section 8 housing, food stamps. and, And I did an interview with my mom. She's an author now and designs stage plays and does all these cool things. But I asked her, I said, you know, um, did us being on welfare, like, did that significantly help you or do you feel like it harmed you more? And she said, it harmed me. I said, why? And she says, because it limit my ability to dream and to impact mm-hmm. the lives of other people. Right. And I was just like, there it is. That's what Kim was telling me back in 2014, <laughs> you know? And so even when I'm working with our guys and I'm working just with people and I say something crazy like, hey, take whatever your annual income was last year, right, for the whole year. And now imagine that was your monthly income. Mm -hmm. Mm. And people don't think that way because why would you? Why would you? I mean, even in our realm of possibility, we think. There's no way. Now, though we start to drop a seed and now we start to think about it and we're like, huh, okay, well, what if, like, what if that was possible? What would I do? Like, who would I have to be and who would I have to serve and how many people would I have to serve? What sort of impact would I have to have to make? What sort of leader would I need to become? Like, what would I do differently? And now at least start the first five pounds, 
right? It's not, we don't see the whole picture, but can we just start on the first five pounds or can we just start on the first step? Whatever that step is, it doesn't have to be what we do in health coaching. This is a vehicle that you and I both stumbled upon because mm -hmm. we had terrible habits. Yeah. Like we stumbled upon something so incredible because of poor decision-making we made. And now, and now we get a chance to give it away. How wild is that? But whatever it is for people, I'm always just trying to encourage them. Well, what's the first step for you? Like, let's just get going. And as we get going, then you start to stack wins. And once you start to stack wins, you start to get confident. And then as you start to get more confident, somebody says something crazy like, hey, why don't you turn your annual income into your monthly income? You don't fully believe it, but you believe it more than you would have um, you know, 10 pounds ago. Yeah. And I think that physical, you're able to do something that you never thought. I mean, talk about 20 years, 30, 20 years, 25 years of being overweight. It's yeah. like, I'm never going to get down to that size again. Um, I'm at my current goal, my first goal, which was a stretch goal for me. And now I'm like, no, I'm going another 25 pounds now after that. I'm going to get in my cheerleading uniform from uh, my high school was Weed High School. That was the name of my high school. <laughs> I was a cheerleader at Weed High. Right. Yeah. So see, I'm gonna fit in. I'm gonna fit in that cheer Weed cheerleading uniform again. See now, look at you. You're the perfect example. Like you probably started because maybe you didn't feel good, mm -hmm. you know, or maybe one of the kids said something. But there was something that made you start. And now you're talking about crazy stuff. Like yeah. getting back into, you know, high school uniforms and going on cruises and like impacting more people with like bigger, bigger, bigger book goals. And like, like, look at you, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. And that's how it happens, you know? And so as people are going into, you know, 2024, um, you got to start stacking some wins. And as you start stacking some wins and you're around the right people and you have, you know, um, opportunities that aren't dead ends. Oh my gosh, there's, there's nothing that you cannot accomplish. I always tell people too, like, if you could lose weight, you can do anything. It's so true. You know, the amazing thing is I felt that way. I could write books. I could be on, have my own podcast. I could be on stages speaking to people, but I didn't feel like I could lose 10 pounds because it was such mm -hmm. a heavy thing. It was such a hard thing. I just had these habits and I didn't even think I was not eating that healthy, but the habits I've learned just have helped in so many ways. And now that I accomplished those things, it just helps you see that you can do more than yeah. you ever thought. And I know there's people out there that are thinking, yeah, I would really like to lose five pounds. Like I can't even imagine 20 pounds. And if you told me I could lose 50 pounds this year, like I can't even imagine that. Um, what could you say to them? And also they do have a chance like, Hey, if they want to, if you want to hear from Jamil every week, guess what? There's a way to do that. If you want to connect with me and get healthy, there's a way to do that. So let's talk about what's possible. And then we can talk about how they can join us on this journey. Yeah, sure. Well, if somebody's wanting to make a change, you know, I just always go back to my own journey. Um, one is you got to, have a reason for making a change. Like at some point mm -hmm. we have to be a little bit honest with ourselves and say, you know, Jamil, I, I don't really like where you're at right now, man. You know, you don't feel good. 
Um, you're sort of under indexing right now. You're waking up every day a little bit groggy. Like you're a little bit, your patients have waned. Like you, mm-hmm. um, holy cow, man. And honestly, when you look at yourself in the mirror, it isn't something that's inspiring. It's something that's a little discouraging. And so I don't want to start my days like that anymore. And I just want to feel good. So the first step is what we talk about is just really become honest and find your why. Um, for me, what's really, really crucial is find someone that's done what you want to do and then partner with them. I'm a huge believer in coaches and in yeah. mentors. I really am. And I have so many of them in my life now. Um, I didn't before because I just didn't understand the value in them. But I have spiritual coaches. I have financial coaches. I have health coaches. I have weightlifting coaches. Like I have marriage coaches. I have so many people in my life that I find that are where I want to be and Mm -hmm. that can guide me and help me not make so many of the same mistakes that I would just make on my own. Um, And then I would find, you know, something that's simple, a plan and a system that is proven, but holy cow, it just takes the, the hard work out of it. One of the challenges that not only I had, but so many people have right now is just like, we're really busy and we don't really know what to do. You know, one of my clients, great guy, he played college football for uh, the University of Texas A&M. You know, he's 6'2", 225 pounds in his heyday, wide receiver. Now he's 270 pounds. And even last night, he says, I don't know what to eat. Like, I just don't know what to eat. And so that's why our system or any system, like just find something that is simple and takes the thought process out, gives you a chance to be able to practice until you start to build the habits and the systems and the mindset to where you can start to, you know, do a lot of these things on your own. So I would really do that. And I would really find a way to, you know, work on that habit piece. Now, my 11 years in this industry, I've learned so much. I've learned about macros. I've learned about micros. I know about proteins. I know about adipose tissue. I know about all these things. The biggest thing that I've seen in 11 years is weight loss is a behavioral challenge. Mm-hmm. I would really, really get to a point to where I start to understand what are the underlying factors that have led to this condition of being unhealthy. Because it's not just what we see, it's all these things that are adding up to now what we get to see. So I would find a program that really helped me work on my behaviors and identify what is going on and um, and be able to work on a lot of the different, um, what we call macro habits, um, because it's not just nutrition, it's not just motion, but it's a whole bunch of other yeah, little yeah. things that we also don't do. So I just encourage them to do that. The The most important thing is just get started. Like get started, find somebody who can love on you and who can coach you that's gonna invest in you um, and get a simple program and then just go. Um, you know, people are gonna set New Year's resolutions right now and what the stats show and, um, and what we've seen in previous years that those new year's resolutions usually last for just short of three weeks. Whoa. And so you want to find something <laughs> yes, in a model yes. that's a little bit more sustainable than three weeks. 
that's that's what I would do. That's what's been really helpful for me and what we've seen be helpful for people like you. I mean, you're you're the walking like you're the billboard. Like you're you're the, you're you are the testament of what works. It works. It for sure works. And it's such a good feeling to like that confidence that that um no, I'm gonna climb up that slide with those kids. I'm gonna get down on the floor and play with those puppies. I'm gonna go on vacation uh mm-hmm. with my husband and be happy to go in the swimming pool in my swimsuit and not be like, oh my goodness, no, let's just stay in the room and watch a movie. Like yeah. it is such a freeing feeling just to feel better in our bodies and feel more comfortable and be able to enjoy our family. Um, we yeah. just had the holidays and instead of being so thinking about, Ooh, what can I eat next? Or how many desserts or all, I just talked to people, enjoyed the people, held the grandkids, played with my kids, played games. It was such a wonderful thing when you don't have thoughts of food controlling you, which is we could, I mean, we could do a whole nother podcast on that. We won't, but, yeah. um, <laughs> I just appreciate you so much and just just being the one that goes ahead of us and says, okay, look at what's possible. Hey guys, y'all come up here, come up here. I got something to show you. And I think that is awesome. So we have links in the show notes for, um, if you want to connect with Jamil, connect with me, we would love to share more with you. Um, and we're just excited. We just are saying that to you now. Come on. We have something to show you. Um, you know, God has plans for us greater than we could ever imagine. And I think it helps us believing that, believing that there's good plans for us. And we just have to start taking those first steps. So thank you so much for being here. I just appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to the Trisha Goyer Show. I hope you received help and inspiration. That's what I'm here for. Now, remember, if you would like to submit a question, email it to hello at trishagoyer.com. And I can't wait until we connect again.